On today's edition of the show, we are going to, to discuss that it feels like it's over for this Panthers team. The Florida Panthers are now going on a four-game road trip and with their backs against the wall. We're going to discuss, is there hope for this team? Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Monday, March 27th edition of the Lockdown Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and send in your screenshot of your five-star rating and send it over to me. So for your chance to win two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Toronto Maple Leafs, game on april 10th best of luck everybody so cats fans i i come to you today not very optimistic about just this current stretch uh, of of the season and we've spoken so much about how and i guess i guess i'll take a little blame for it because i I was really emphasizing this point as far as jinxing about how before Tuesday's game against the Flyers, how the team was 6-0-1, not losing a single game in regulation after the trade deadline. And the coincidence is that they got healthy at that right time. And what 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 do you what do you know? The Florida Panthers get a little banged up again and then they go on this three-game losing streak. And we just know we just realize more and more even though sam bennett has only played 63 games of how valuable bennett is as far as the second line role for this team and the consistent shuffling that we've seen over the last few games i mean even mid-game adjustments when the florida panthers are behind as they have been this week i mean averaging five goals against in the last three and just it's 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 not looking good right now for 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 this team i mean you think about saturday's game against the new york rangers only allowing three shots on goal through 20 minutes and one of them being at five on five the the one that they got on the power play their first one wasn't until the very end of the power play other than that the pk was was doing doing what they needed to do, clearing the zone, not giving them enough chances. Sergei Bobrovsky was lined up on one-time chances consistently with Zabanajad and Panarin. Get in they they the Florida Panthers kept the top guns for New York in check. And the Florida Panthers being a plus 22 at even strength on the season, at, well well that's after their game against New York, but so it was higher prior to to uh their game and five on five failed them on on uh, on saturday night and it was the young guns of the of the new york rangers that were the ones who got to the scoring for 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 the blue shirts and i mean you think about for this panthers team i mean you think about how also 
when they did go up one nothing of how close it was to an offside like it was as close as the three-way finish in the mo- in the Pixar movie Cars when Lightning McQueen stuck out his tongue for that three-way tie for the Piston Cup. That was how close that skate was for Aaron Eckblad to be offside. And we'll talk way more about Aaron Eckblad later in the program. And you also had a chance to put this team away early as well. Mark Stahl's second goal... Um, in, excuse me, not Mark Stahl's uh, goal. Ryan Lombard's goal that Mark Stahl got to him in, uh, um, as he was pinned on the boards and Eric Stahl with the screen. That one, that the Panthers had a chance to capitalize even prior to that with two straight power plays too. The penalty on the delay of game and the and the and the Patrick Kane uh, hook on Gus Forsling as the Panthers were just entering the Rangers zone very cleanly. But it's it's a and and they had and they've had leads twice during this three game stretch. They had it against Philadelphia as well, and they had a one one tie against the Maple Leafs on Thursday. So it's just games are the approach is fast in the beginning, and even in one game you were neck and neck with a with a team that you ended up being blown blown out to. But this is a 60-minute game, ladies and gentlemen. And the 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 way the way that the New York Rangers came out in that second period, my goodness, um, it, it 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 was just a complete 180, and they were control they were controlling uh, the play. And I mean, you 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 think you you think about how how the New York Rangers uh, can't. Can, got came back in this one i mean it wasn't really anything on on the cycle where you're trying to shift the cats into a different part of the ice and then and then the one person's there to one time at which they've been were really good at and 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 you think about how the cackle goal was kind of similar to the barkoff goal that that he had where, where that where that well, Barkovs was came later in the game, but the Kako one came as the one to cut the deficit, and then the Panthers on the second one they're caught puck watching, and um, as Alexis Lafreniere, number one overall pick, comes on the ice, he he's there to get the puck, and then goes backhand on Bobrovsky, and and the the, the fourth one, I, I, the fourth one especially, Aaron Ekblad just loses the puck, and then Filipino goes on a breakaway, which Bobrovsky has no chance on, and. Unfortunate bounce with the third one where Patrick Kane just throws it and then it knocks off Carter Hagee's stick and in the net. I was hoping that Carter Hagee was going to have a revenge goal because we saw Sam ben- that happened to Sam Bennett against the Boston Bruins back on January 28th. I was hoping that Carter Hagee was going to get his chance to to get a revenge goal and, and bring the Florida Panthers uh, back. But that top pair, man, it's uh, it's been... The, it's been a big reason why the Florida Panthers have lost the, these last three games. And and Jacob even mentioned it. Jacob and I, when we did our recap on Wednesday, we were even mentioning it that there was odd man rushes and breakaways given up by that pair of Forsling Ekblad against Detroit. And there were there uh, uh, we, and we've seen these warning signs all year, especially with Ekblad's uh, play. And uh 
David Rodriguez of the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast, and he posted a video of live golfer Brooks Kepka using a parking cone as a as a prop, signaling his feelings towards Ekblad, and was still in distress even after the Florida Panthers scored. And the the video shows the crowd reacting to a goal that you could assume that's Barkov's goal. Uh, which now Barkov's on a 10 game point streak uh, for, for, for the cats. I believe it's, uh, it's, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he does, he does have a 10 game goal, um, goal streak. I have it somewhere around here, but, but Barkov just with, with, with Aaron Ekblad's play, excuse me, going back to Ekblad, it's just, you got to consider changing the, the pairings. You have to. Multiple times we saw Brandon Montour is the guy that's back to break up a, a an odd man rush too, even though his pair hasn't been the best neither. But you have to do some switching of the pairs because there comes a certain point where Aaron Ekblad has been an, a liability at times for this Panthers team. I don't think he's to the point of getting scratched by any by any means. I think a this version of Aaron Ekblad, you're better with him than without. But as far as playing those heavy top line minutes i think the role needs to be reduced i mean three takeaways in the game in in, in 20 some odd minutes of, of of ice time and puck management was an issue too the florida panthers were having a hard time exiting their zone and it's just it's it's just hard to watch th- this this part of the uh, of of the panthers right now and it's they're playing their worst hockey at at the at the wrong time and have fallen even more behind with the Pittsburgh Penguins winning in regulation last minute as Evgeny Malkin strips Anthony Mantha in the neutral zone and then takes it by himself to score on Darcy Kemper. And the Islanders gifted you by only getting one out of four points in the weekend. It's just, it's, it's right there for the taking and, and, and the Panthers just can't get out of their own way. In segment number two, we're going to discuss more about the Florida Panthers last three games them going on a four-game road trip and and continue to talk about if there's hope for for this Panthers team. We're going to discuss this next on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Greens. And our next partner is a product that I literally use every day. And I started taking AG1 because I needed sometimes a little bit of a break from the coffee. So, so that's why I use and take my Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free towel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Segment number two here on this Monday, March 27th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And I didn't even mention that the Florida Panthers faced Yaroslav Halak twice and Igor Sisterkin once. And you didn't get a single point against the New York Rangers. But uh, that's also 
that also goes to show how great and how much firepower the New York Rangers actually have. I think I think that team is can very well make a run to the Stanley Cup final. I, I really do think they're the Boston Bruins' biggest threat. And maybe Toronto. I know a lot of you guys won't won't believe it until you see it, but I think Toronto is just built to finally get over the hump of 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 winning around and all. So I I, I think that I, I think that Tor- Toronto re- really has a chance. Also, Barkov's uh, points in uh, in the last ten games. I finally have that number in front of me: three goals, twelve assists, so fifteen points in ten games. So impressive by 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 the captain, and he's he's. He's performed, uh, but the just too much of the shuffling of the lines, of course, with the injuries, just really hurt hurt the Panthers. And again, Sam Bennett is a is a key component to the to this Panthers team. It's just I know the points aren't there, forty points through sixty three games, but more of what he brings on the ice is the most physical forward. Uh, I, I would say, uh, and guy who's going to match up well against the team's second line center and and their their top six players too and and that's what the florida florida panthers are are missing and you know i i like that to lose throwing it on bark off swing but of course situation comes with having to shut do a little bit of a of a shuffle and let's also look at the second period in the last three games outscored nine to two and the panthers are losing it in the middle frame the uh, of these last three games I mean, 2.67 goals for 5.33 goals against. Only given up one power play goal. And that was the five on three against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And yeah, you're starting a four-game road trip tonight against the Ottawa Senators, which we'll preview it in the, in the third segment. But you have a last back-to-back. After this trip, you only have one road game left, which is at Washington on the 8th. But it's a no room for error road trip for this Cats team. And I want to take a little bit of a second to talk about how this, once again, this team has been gifted over over the last three games. They even had a playoff spot on Monday. And they seem to get in their own way. And now... I'm looking at point pace based on the other teams in the wild card race, and it's 93 points that is likely going to be that number. What are the Panthers going to have to do to get to 93? 7-2-0 in the, in the last nine. And Panthers will play Monday. The Islanders will play on Monday. But the Panthers can't help themselves. They they still go to the box way too often. And it's funny because the Tampa Bay Lightning are first in the NHL in penalty infraction minutes. But they're still middle of the pack in penalty kill. The Florida Panthers, they're not structurally built. And coaching has a lot to do with it. I, I know I haven't been too harsh on Paul Maurice, but I think what Palmeris is doing currently as far as that end of the ice is not working. And it, and some of it might be personnel. But we also discussed about the amount of penalties that the Winnipeg Jets took 
in Paul Maurice's tenure. That was from 2014 to 2022. The Winnipeg Jets were second. And the first one was the Pittsburgh Penguins, who won two Stanley Cups in that span. So most penalty infraction minutes doesn't necessarily correlate to poor PK play, let's say. So, but still, it it, it it comes to a matter of staying out of the box. And it, there was one really bad um, penalty that... Um, that that Mark Stahl took in the in, in the in the second period uh, on Jacob Chuba, just he was beat and Jacob and he um, ha, was uh, trip Jacob Chuba, which I also think that Adam Fox should have gone to the box towards the end of the game against the New York Rangers. I think that I think that uh, the Panthers should have had a power play chance at the end, and also with Brandon Montour. As great as he was at stopping some rushes, I think he was very unaware of the clock when placing the puck around around the boards towards the end, and where the Florida Panthers couldn't get it from behind the net and and feed it back to someone in the slot. So I think that was just a, a little bit of poor uh, hockey IQ from the from the Panthers in the in their last in the last few minutes when they went six on five as well. So it's just. Communications off with with this team, but bad puck management as well, and 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 the play of, at five on five just hasn't been up, been up to par. And with this four game road trip coming up, you gotta ask yourself how how desperate are you as a team? And we spoke last week about is. Alex Lyon going to get one or two more starts for this Panthers team. We're each at, at the time we were saying two. It's like okay, and second end of a back to back against Philly, and maybe, maybe second end of a back to back against Montreal this Thursday. I might be looking too far ahead, but I, I think you, you might have to be so desperate that the fact that you have to put your $10 million man in all four games, maybe. Or maybe get those hopefully, or hopefully three wins out of the way and then put Alex Lyon against the wor- the second worst team in the NHL. Who, But at the same time, you lost to that second worst team in the NHL and Columbus just beat New York on Friday night in overtime where now the Columbus Blue Jackets have now are now the second highest odds to land Connor Bedard as number one overall pick. Now San Jose has that. So remember that players don't tank, the front offices do. And you're gonna get their best too this week. And it's do or die. That's that's what this road trip is. You eight points are on the line. Anything less than seven out of eight. Not think about it. Maybe you can get away with six. Maybe, but that's even. That, but every point loss is just. It, it's just hurt hurting the, this this team and their chances. And you and you got that. 
it that's what happens when you're behind the eight ball as they as the Panthers have. And this the Panthers hadn't experienced this kind of losing streak in a long in in a long time, like two months or more than. Funny enough, the current losing streak that they're on was the la- and the last time that they had a two game lo- um two game losing streak in regulation was when they also played the Rangers. And what happened after that? The Florida Panthers started winning, pulling off and getting some wins here and there. And that's maybe that's me being optimistic. But we don't even know if Sam Bennett's going to play on, on Monday night against the uh, against the Ottawa Senators, which gives us a good opportunity to transition over to segment number three, where we're going to talk about that matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Ottawa Senators. We're going to discuss this next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about our friends at Built Bar. And are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want to sacrifice all the calories? Then we have the right thing for you. We have Built Bar. You can now purchase them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club in the pharmacy section. Ask them for our hit flavors, brownie batter and intro. Or you can go to your local Sam's Club and grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors as well. You, you don't want to miss this at Built. You can thank me later. Third and final segment on this Monday, March 27th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers, they last time they faced off against the Ottawa Senators, they got a franchise record 58 shots on goal on Anton Forsberg. And and the 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 game was tied late uh 3-3 and then and then the Florida Panthers uh car- carried away uh towards the end Matthew Kachuk ended it on the on the empty net goal Brand- Brandon Montour got the game winning goal and but one thing for the Ottawa Senators is that even though they struggle at scoring at even strength at, at 5 on 5 they're minus 28 and this would be a good opportunity for the Florida Panthers to get get their game back as far as as far as the five on five play and um, talk to each other on the bench uh, and just make sure that when you're getting off the ice that the that the line changes are crisp as well because but, but we've seen far too many too many men on the ice penalties for the Florida Panthers. And that, ha- of course, that's something to do with amount of shuffling that we've seen all, all season with health being an, being an issue for this team. And you just got to hope that the Florida Panthers just find a way to play a disciplined game. And it, it's also a good opportunity to take advantage on the goalie situation going on for the Ottawa Senators right now. Uh, Max Sogard and Dylan Ferguson are the tandem right now, even though Cam Talbot has is on the roster per cap friendly. He hasn't played since March 4th for the Senators, even though they traded for Jacob Chikrin. He hasn't, he's week to week, but they still, they have studs, man. Um, Timmy Stutzla, who's five goals away from 40 and he was the number 
three overall pick in the same draft as Anton Lundell. He might, Timmy Stutzla, that guy might end up being the best player of that draft. Um, Pat and you had Lafreniere and Byfield drafted ahead of him. And also the Ottawa Senators, two picks later, there's a promising defensive prospect there and Jake Sanderson as well. Thomas Shabbat is a number one defenseman uh, for the Senators, but they could also score on the power play. Um, even though their five-on-five five numbers aren't the best, this is why you need to keep them at five-on-five five because especially early, if if you fall behind, you're, al- you're already you're emotionally behind the eight ball too. And, and the Panthers in a desperation mode that they are right now, there's a, it's just all about keeping that, keeping that discipline. And let's not also forget that the Ottawa Senators traded for Alex Dabrinkit, which like, is he going to get paid? Is he not going to get paid? We, we don't know. We don't know the situation because of also the ownership situation in Ottawa where where the new owners they are they going to take on a project to build a downtown arena in Ottawa and also <laughs> the president of the United States went to Ottawa and said I like all your teams except the Leafs which was kind of beautiful um that a lot of people share uh a, a, a lot of mutual dislike for the, the the team in hockey's mecca so pretty, pretty pretty cool pretty cool thing that we we saw there when when the president went to uh canada's capital uh th- this past weekend but you got with 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 how the panthers are pl- playing i mean i made another i i made a pixar reference earlier and i guess i'm gonna make another one right now it's just it, like that scene from The Incredibles right before uh, Mr. Incredible chokes his boss and throws him through multiple walls. The boss was saying, I'm not happy. Not happy. And I'm sure that's how the Florida Panthers are feeling about their play right now. That they they can't, they just can't be. And with the amount of help that they've gotten to, which the Panthers, weirdly, they they still could very well be in a, in a, in, a, in a wild card spot by Thursday. Still, um, just <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but it's saying, but I'm just breaking down every scenario and then counting regulation wins. What would happen if this result happens? And <laughs> it's it's just. I'm hurting myself doing that as, as as a fan of this team and and just wanting to badly see this team make the postseason too. And and for for this team, they're just because the Florida Panthers dominated the Ottawa Senators the first go round doesn't mean it's going to happen the second go round. And one example was even in their Presidents Trophy winning season last year where they dominated the Columbus Blue Jackets, scored seven goals in one, nine goals in the other, and then here comes Jonas Johansson versus J.F. Berube last season, and then you have that type of game where you can't get anything going. And that, that's not a... that's. I hope that the Panthers 
keep that in mind too. At least the Panthers who were on that team last year to this year's team when thinking about the goaltending situation in Mad Sogard and Dylan Ferguson. I hope that that's not the mentality. Same thing with when they go to Thursday into Thursday's game against Montreal, knowing that you've averaged <laughs> over seven goals a game in three matchups and just a, a team that you've dominated. And I hope that it doesn't get them to the point that, that it hurts their game as far as being sloppy and just thinking, Oh no, we can, we can take on these guys. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen for, for this Panthers team. And it's just one thing is that it just needs to be focused on just this one game. It's just every game needs to be feel like a, a, a one game season at, at this, at this point, because you got to fight like, you got to fight like you're good. You'll be eliminated tomorrow if you don't win. That's really how the Panthers are are going to have to approach it, in my opinion. At, at least that's how how I'm. I feel that I, I I'm approaching it, watching it as a fan. And of course, I'll be dual screening the Islanders uh, Devils game. I think they're facing against the Devils uh, tomorrow. Let me double check on that. Yep, they're at home against the Devils at seven thirty. So the game, while the Florida Panthers are in intermission. The Islanders uh Devils game will be starting. So have it have the two screens up and not nothing no nothing will be interrupted as far as my hockey uh viewing experience on Monday night. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are doing that too. One bit of good news as well, as far as the Florida Panthers front, is that the University of Michigan has punched their ticket to the final four. And Mackie Semelskevich got the game winner 54 seconds into overtime. Enters the zone, enters the zone cleanly, and um, nails a snapshot from the high slot to give the University of Michigan a two-one win in overtime against Penn State. And now they're headed to the Frozen Four, which their game will be on April sixth at eight thirty. The Florida Panthers will have a game that night as well uh, against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, their game will be at seven that night at home, April sixth. And the University of Michigan and Mackie Semaskevich and company will be performing per performing uh uh on at 8 30 on that same night so a little bit of programming note for if you want to watch a a panthers a highly touted prospect for the florida panthers who got the game winner and also let's adam vantilli with the first goal for university of michigan he if it's not bedard if it wasn't bedard getting being the number one overall pick this coming draft adam vantilli is probably uh would have probably been number number one overall. He's likely going to go number two in, in the draft. And that is just a, a powerhouse that the University of Michigan has there. And But congrats to Mackey. Congrats to the University of Michigan Wolverines for advancing to the Frozen Four, uh, which will be held in uh, Emily Arena in Tampa, Florida. But on tomorrow's edition of the show, the, we will be recapping the Florida Panthers game against the Ottawa Senators from the Canadian Tire Center. And... We could have a guest on the show who will be attending the game for the Florida Panthers and the Ottawa Senators. So make make sure make sure you subscribe so that you will see me and that guest as we recap the game. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time. Locked on Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. 
Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, Locked On Game to Game covers you from everything around the National Hockey League. Follow Locked On Game to Game NHL on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So Marmon Velez signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Oh,